This is When Spirit Calls, and you on your journey are in the right place. This show is about magic, miracles, and meaning shared through stories, interviews, and channeled messages. We have so much to share about who you are and your divine mission here on the earth. Let's get to it. When Spirit Calls is right now. I'm delighted to introduce you to our guest today, Jamie Soleil. Jamie Soleil was born in Calgary and raised in Red Deer, Alberta. She began skating at an early age and moved into Paris figure skating by the age of 12. Soleil teamed up with her first partner in 1989 and competed in the 1994 Olympics in Lillehammer, Norway. She finished 12th overall. Then in 1998, Soleil paired up with partner David Pelche and they had a short but dynamic four-year amateur career together. Soleil and Pelche became the first pair to win worlds held in Canada since 1984, and they were also awarded the Lou Marsh Trophy as Outstanding Canadian Athletes. Soleil and Pelche won gold at the 2002 Olympics in Salt Lake City, a huge accomplishment as Canada had not earned an Olympic gold medal in pairs figure stating since 1960. Following their Olympic win, Soleil and Pelche began touring with the Stars on Ice and had an incredible 10 years with them. They were inducted into the Skate Canada Hall of Fame in 2008 and the Olympic Hall of Fame in 2009. Jamie is an advocate for the Special Olympics and has been for over eight years. She is also a proud mother of two, her son Jesse and daughter Samantha, and her and her family reside in Edmonton, Alberta, where she is a transformational neuroscience coach helping individuals, teams, and leaders to reach their full potential. Hello and welcome back. Oh my gosh, you <laughs> already heard her bio. You know how incredible this woman is. I am so blessed to have Jamie Soleil as really, she's actually technically my first guest on the show. And Yay! so, yes. Oh, I'm honored. Yes. Well, it has been such a pleasure to get to know you over the last few years. And, you know, uh, having watched you when I was younger uh, skate on TV and watched your fairy tale story romance um, in news, uh, you know, so I had this vision of, you know, Jamie Soleil and this go getter and this bright light. And when we had a chance to connect uh, you absolutely were that bright light. And mm -hmm. I'm so excited to have you here today because I know that many people need a bright light today. So uh, thank you for being that today. Oh, and thank you, I, Dan. Yeah, it's my pleasure. It truly is. And, you know, Jamie, I, I know that you and I have really gotten to know each other quite a bit over this last little while mm -hmm. as you've gone on your journey. And I want to invite you to share a bit about your process because I'm getting a lot of people coming to me and they're saying, oh, my God, I feel so lost. I feel so confused. What's right? What's wrong? What do I trust? What do I not trust? And there's a lot of fear that comes up around that. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I want to invite you to share a bit of your story as you started to recognize some truths for yourself. Mm -hmm. What was that process? What was that experience? Can you share? Buddy? Are we ready to go with this? Because, you know, this is a very sensitive subject topic right now. Um, but I'm, I'm happy to share it with people that, um, are open-minded because I, I feel like what happened to me about a year ago was February. I was on, I'll tell you the exact story. I was on a phone call with my, one of my good girlfriends out in Ontario 
and we were looking at um, graphs of, you know, the, the 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 COVID stuff from it was a Sweden graph, and I was looking at one from Google, and she was looking at one from a different site. And we were comparing notes and it wasn't at all the same. And I said, so where are you getting that? And, and she goes, well, where are you getting yours? And I said, well, I'm on Google. And, and that was the end of it. And that was sort of when I started to see that there was another whole world that was reporting different news. And it made me very curious. And I've always had a bit of a, a curiosity mind. I've always been interested in learning different things, different views, different beliefs, um, obviously, sometimes with a little bit of judgment and, you know, wanting to protect myself. But I was very open because I think intuitively, I really felt there wasn't something right. Yes. Something wasn't right about what we were living. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that it, wa- it wasn't that we were being, um, you know, that I didn't believe everything. It was just I felt something was off. Mm-hmm. And so it led me down this path of like discovery. And I said, can you send me stuff that you're seeing and send me all these sites that you're on and and like I said, or like a minute ago, it was the end of me buying into what the mainstream media narrative was saying. And it, it was like absolutely shocking to me. And I, from that moment and the days to come after that phone call, I, I was in absolute shock. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't even know how to explain it. Like I, my brain was just like on fire. Like I was just, I was going, okay, I knew it, but then yet I was scared because I thought, well, what else are we not being told? And what else are they not telling us? And what else is, are they lying about? And, and it just went down this whole, as you say, rabbit hole. And I wanted to share it with everybody. I wanted to share it with all my friends and my family. And I was kind of in a panic state because I'm like, you need to hear this. You need to see this because we're not seeing this. We're not hearing about it. It's being censored. Um, these people that are speaking out are being uh, vilified. They're being deplatformed. They're being completely censored. Their, their posts get taken off YouTube like immediately. Yeah. And I was seeing it from my own eyes. And, but then I noticed very quickly, and I think some of you listening right now can relate to this if you were also experiencing that in the last year or two, is that when you shared with people, um, the cognitive dissonance was so strong, so profound that I felt like a lot of people in my world at that time did not want to hear it. And I, and I understood to a point because I, I, I too was quite uncomfortable hearing that there was a lot of misinformation, Mm. but there was something in me that was trusting yeah. what I was seeing over here. And I was like, and of course there's misinformation on both sides. We know yes. that. Yeah. But I was trusting more of the stuff over here because I was questioning things like, well, why are they being censored? Mm. Why, you know, science is supposed to be debatable. Why are we not able to have, a, why are we not allowed to question things? Yes. And that was my red flag. Mm. And then, yeah. And so I just kept sharing and unfortunately, I did. Um, I don't like the word lost, but I did um, have people in my life that were uncomfortable being around me because of my newfound beliefs and discoveries. And so I let them go with love. And, um, you know, because we're all on our own soul journey. Yeah. But in the middle of that, I was really struggling. And that's when I reached out to you because I have, I've known you from other workshops that we've done, but I was like, I really need, I felt like I had a bit of um, an aha moment, or maybe it was my spirit guides talking to me. Maybe it was my higher, like whatever that is for you, something like I got a download and it was like, you need support. Mm. I was finding myself um, in a, (laughs) my marriage was 
uh, falling apart, my second marriage. And I was, these friendships were all um, exiting my, my life. And so I was, I was incredibly sad and and scared and confused and even sick. I felt physically ill some days. And I remember watching some of this stuff and feeling like, holy, like we have been, I hate the word lied to, but we have been fooled in, in many aspects of our life, like our whole life about history and about like the things that were coming on the news. And I, and it's funny because I never really watched the news ever. And I think that's part of why I was open-minded. Yeah. I wasn't bought into the, what the news is saying is, is the truth, right? Yeah. But I did feel physically ill. And I, that's when I was like, I got that download of like, you need support right now because you're not getting it from the, your normal home team, right. <laughs> you know, your, your tribe. Yeah. And I reached out to you. Thank goodness I did because man, that sent me on a path of just incredible um, uh, discover more discoveries about myself, but also it led me to different people. Like, I love that you're such a connector, Deanne, that you really <laughs> love connecting people. And even if it's not you connecting us, it's you putting us on this path of support that leads us to these people. Yes. Oh, I love that. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for sharing that. Oh no, I'm so grateful. You know, sometimes I connect people and I, I'm curious and I want to know where that path has led them to, you know? Um, yes. first of all, I want to thank you for sharing that vulnerable story because it really, I, I don't think you're alone in this. I think there's a lot of people, uh, a lot of people listening that, you know, have gone through this upheaval. And mm-hmm. you know, what's interesting is I had this vision as you were talking and it, it kind of reminded me of, you know, the people that have been embedded in cults and they've been raised in a cult. Uh, type of community mm-hmm. and and so when when there's this pull to see outside of that cult they do go through a, a strong period of cognitive dissonance mm-hmm. cognitive dissonance is not wanting to admit that that what you've been told could be untrue right you know we want to believe that what we've been taught what we've been told is the truth mm-hmm. um, and as soon as somebody shakes that up our minds say, Oh no, I got to hang on to that. Cause that's what mm-hmm. I was told was true. And sometimes yes. people cling on to that for dear life and they actually get more immersed mm-hmm. into whatever that belief system is. Mm-hmm. And, and so what a beautiful opportunity COVID provided you um, in that it brought this to the surface, because mm-hmm. one of the things that stood out as you were speaking is that you started to know that truth within you. Yeah. And I think that's so powerful for all the listeners you know, it's actually, even though it might be an extrinsic or outside experience that causes you to reflect and dig into that truth, mm-hmm. um, you know, we don't need to have some epiphany. We don't need to have someone say you're wrong. We can actually just simply choose to go inward, can't we? Yeah, absolutely. Cover our own truth yeah. for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that I have really noticed over this last little while is you know, I'm getting told this on this side and I'm getting told this on this side. And the fear is coming at us from both sides, if you will. Yep. And, and I, I remember thinking like, oh my God, I got to choose like, what's right, what's wrong. And then I also had this aha, this epiphany, if you will, where I just got this message or download that said, you create your own path. Yes. There is not a sides to be chosen. This Mm-mm. is a, um, other than your own side, really. Yep. It is about choosing your truth. 
And so there's a piece of discernment that comes with that. And that's a bit tricky. Can you share how you've been able to discern what, what is right? What is wrong? I know that's a big question, but like, what do you do in that process to know what's what, what feels right? Oh, that was really hard because in the middle of me waking, I say waking up to sort of, um, I guess that the matrix that we were in, we're in a matrix, yeah. an illusion. Yeah. And I was waking up to sort of the, the lies or even the truths on, that we weren't being told. And um, I, I had a really hard time. Like, there was a lot of things, like, as you say, that were uh, fear mongering on the truth side. And I knew immediately, like, that we're all going to die and that we're all done. And we're all, and it was like super far right, as they say. And I went, I don't resonate with that. Right. I do not resonate with that. Then I didn't resonate at all at all anymore with the far left that were, um, you know, completely, I guess, oblivious, if you will, to really what was going on. Yeah. And I just knew that I, I, I found my people that I, I would listen to and watch, whether it was a doctor or um, even a tarot reader that I love. Um, tarot by Janina to Calgary. I just loved her. She's kind of kept a lot of us going, um, speaking with you speaking with um, other therapists that I've worked with and for different reasons. And then that's when I think I was doing my own personal healing yeah. because I realized that here I was as a coach helping people through their traumas. And I knew that my trauma healing wasn't done. I don't know if we're ever really done. I don't think we are. Yeah. I don't, I would, I would agree. I, yeah. don't, I think this is part of the journey. Yeah. <laughs> but I was working through it already when I was coaching uh, neuroscience um, therapy, if you will. And I just like, I was trying to help people with their traumas, but I still was working on mine. And when I woke up to all this, I actually was like, I can't work because I not only felt physically ill based on the beliefs now that I, I were just like you said, we're really like shattered. Like I was, I was very, um, it was kind of like being in a dryer. Like I was just like, Oh, like I was what, 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 what? And I, but I also wanted more information. It's like, I became a student of learning what we haven't been told. And, and then again, through the, through all these sessions that I've had with my, my people that I, I chose to work with, um, or that I found through you and I found through other people. Um, that's when I, that's when I felt like I had discernment, even though I was still absorbing information. Yeah. It took a while. Like, Dan, you know, you've worked with me now, what, almost a year. Yeah. And it, it's like, it took quite a while. So be patient with yourself and know that. Um, but like the best advice, like you've said, is to really go inward and stop listening to the, the noise mm. and trust your gut because our, our intuition has always been there. Yeah, it's always been there. We yeah. just tend to not want to listen to it because we think we're, we're comparing our intuition with our belief system, right? right? That yes. has been indoctrinated <laughs> and kind of ingrained in us through yeah. television, through media, through school, even. Yeah. And, and there's lots of there can be good things in all of that. But in general, we know now what they've kind of been trying to do for centuries. Yeah. And I and I and I was waking up to that. And I was sitting back going, wow. And you become a lot more gentle with yourself too. And, and, and you work through that forgiveness part of like, it's not, or, um, what was the word that I used? Like, I feel, felt guilty even at times. And I'm like, no, 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 you did. We all do the best we can with what we know. Yes. And, um, but it was very hard. And I'm being super honest right now, because as a coach for four years, I would, didn't like to necessarily always 
share my, uh, my weaknesses, even though I shared a lot of my stories, but I, I really struggled to apply my own work. <laughs> mm. You know what I mean? Like I yes. struggled being able to apply my own work, like find the good in every day. And I was like, you know what? Screw like, that. <laughs> screw that. I'm freaking struggling today. This sucks. I don't like this world right now. Or I, I was struggling with how people were talking to me. I mean, I was actually, and I think, again, people will relate to this when they hear this. Like I had people tell me that um, they couldn't be around me now because of my beliefs and because of my personal choices that I made. They couldn't um, just all kinds of things. And the stories that I was told why people didn't want to be in my life anymore were so incredibly hurtful. So not only I'm waking up to like being lied to a lot of my life or most of my life, I'm waking also up to lo- losing or um, letting go yeah. of relationships that I've been, that have been in my life for, for a long time that I thought were like for life. Yeah. So it was discernment took a while. It literally, Deanne, I don't even know if I really had it until maybe before Christmas. And that's when I felt like there was this, you even said when you saw me on one of the sessions, you're like, you look different. Mm-hmm. I had this sort of inner strength and, and, a, and a knowingness. Mm-hmm. I just knew that I was on this path for me that was right. And, and I always, I also tell everybody there is no wrong and right in this. Yeah, You know, there's no just because you're not awake yet, or you are awake, it doesn't make you better or worse. Everybody is on a soul journey right now. And that is one thing I'm grateful to be aware of. Mm. Um, But what it what we have to realize is that there's been a there's been a divide in all in humanity for a reason. Mm -hmm. They wanted us divided. And so being more awake to what's really going on is harder in some ways, because I'm looking at the people who don't want to see it. And they're typically the ones in my life anyway, that are, that they're divided. Like they don't want to be around certain people. Yeah. And I'm like, and it's hard to want to, it's hard to explain to them that this is exactly what, you know, they meaning the darkness in our world have wanted. It's always about conquering, you know, divide and conquer. Uh And if we're all divided, then it creates this, like, not a, not a war, but like a, you know, just this, uh, fighting within humanity. Yeah. And a deeper disconnect. Oh, right? so, so disconnect. That, you know, the end game is really disconnection from self from hundred percent from each other. Right. Yeah. And so if we understand yeah. that that's the end game, then the people that can see that they can see whatever divisiveness is showing up in the world, but mm-hmm. they can know that that's coming and bubbling to the surface for a reason. So you yes. know, in all of this, what we've seen is what a lot of people have thought um, is that, oh my God, dark is taking over and there's all this evil and there's all this, you know, dividing and it's so bad and all this fear. But the truth of the matter is all of that was already there. It was just laying under the surface yeah. for us. Right. And so now it's out and we can see it. And we if see we it. can see it, it gives us an opportunity to either face it to walk through it, to use it as a doorway, a gateway, whatever you want to use it as mm-hmm. rather than being afraid of it, rather than mm-hmm. seeing it as this big destructive force, because we know that more and more light is being shone on the planet. We're in the age of Aquarius, right? Yes. You know, a, a teacher of mine once said, she said, you know, Aquarius, the time of that is just like as though we were in a dark room and now the lights have been turned on. And so now right. we can see the cracks in the wall, the dirt on the floor, the yeah. 
in the corner. And so that's what happens in this time. And so that's what's happening. It's all bubbling to the surface. And so some of us are moving through that in a, you know, a a difficult, uh, challenging way. Some Mm -hmm. of us are moving through it and seeing this opportunity. And so the truth of the matter is we all have a choice in how we want to respond to what's happening. And we do have a choice in what we want to believe. And that is a big part of your message today. I, you know, you, you really talked about um, the, the inward, but being able to, again, discern, and you had to, you know, take some time with that discernment. You had to find people that felt like they were your people mm-hmm. and go through a bit of a grieving process as well, because there's more happening than we even see. And I want to share historically, you know, the healers of the world, the people that challenged the status quo, they were condemned. They were mm-hmm. burned. They were hung. They mm-hmm. were beheaded. And so there's a big wave of that type of energy, especially for people who recognize they've had past lives and they've been condemned for speaking their voice. Yep. Uh, a lot of people said, I'm afraid. I don't want to speak. I don't want to yes. say what I believe because I will be shunned and I will. Yep. Be condemned. Yeah, and, I am getting it. Yeah, you you've gone through it. Mm-hmm. And And even though it might've been a struggle for you to go through that, or it might've been painful or uncomfortable to go through that, would you say it was worth it? (laughs) Yes. I, because I have faith that the universe, God, whatever your God is, is, is in control and is taking care of this. And it's the, like, I really, I do believe that, um, you know, I, I always told my clients, I said, if you believe that you can or you can't, you're right. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's the same thing with this. Like, I, I will totally admit that I have days where I do want to find the good and I do want to see, like, I visualize where I want to be right now, even though we're in kind of this cloudiness and it's like the world's getting rattled and there's a lot going on and we know sort of what this is all about. But there's days where I, 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 some, I sometimes think like, why I don't want to be here. This is so hard. Yeah. It's so hard. And I, again, I, I have a lot of factors that uh, contribute to that emotion for me. Yeah. Um, but I know a lot of people feel that way right now. Like it's, you know, even with the gray weather, it's really hard, but then I wake up some days and go and go, I've got this because I can visualize myself where I want to be Yeah. not where we're in right now, but where I want to be. And I do trust yeah. that. I know that um, I think it's just, again, that inner knowing that I I know that we are moving through this and there is such a beautiful world coming for all of us. Mm. And yes, none of us truly have those, you know, someone telling us that, but, but, and then I, like, I've been, someone said that to me, like, well, who's telling you this? I said, well, maybe it's just, I'm getting downloads. Maybe it's just that maybe I'm connected to source. Maybe I'm, you know, is it just that I'm trusting? I don't know what that is, but I do, I do believe that, you know, they call it earth 2.0 and it's going to be absolutely beautiful. And they needed, we needed to go through this darkness to get to that, that greater light, even though there's always been light. Yeah. But we have to clear that darkness out. It's been here for a long time. It's coming so we can purge it. 
see it, we can, and we can be the alchemist. You know, I, uh, someone said to me, they're like, Oh, I wish I had all your gifts. And I wish I was an alchemist like you. And I said, what you are, we all are, we were all created to be able to take one energy and transform it to another. Yeah. And so we can take that fear and we can move that fear into compassion. We can, and we can shift that energy. And part of that shift is what's happening right now. So we're seeing it at the surface level and this COVID fear, whatever's been brought to the surface is the catalyst for us to say, okay, wait a second. What we've been doing maybe isn't, isn't working so well. Exactly. And it's really inviting us again to go inward. Mm -hmm. I love that you talked about just having faith or having a knowing, because I want to speak to this for a minute. Um, now I know that you're claircognizant, that's clear knowing. And so some of us have a strong gift in claircognizance. Now, again, we all have gifts. Um, it just depends on our awareness of them and whether or not we choose to allow them to be part of our day. Mm -hmm. Um, but you already have, you have a knowing just like, even if you went into your Olympian times, you knew you were going to win a medal, didn't you? You knew it. I could see it. I could yes. smell it. I could taste it. I could hear it. I could feel it. You knew. So you, all the Claire's, you were clairaudient, clairsentient, clairaudient, yeah. um, uh, clairvoyant. So you already you had all of that, right? So yeah. again, a lot of people have this, but they don't realize it. And again, they get caught up in the narrative of what someone is telling them or Mm -hmm. what media is telling them. And then they disconnect from their own knowing or their own, Mm -hmm. their own understanding. Mm -hmm. And then they get stuck in the battle between kind of that head and heart space of like, yes, what do I do here? And if I do this, this happens. And, and that's um, been a conundrum for a lot of people. And you mentioned your process in that discernment. You mentioned that you looked for people you reached out to people, you connected with people and you found the people that understood mm-hmm. what you were going through or mm-hmm. had compassion at least mm-hmm. around what you were going through. Yes. And so I really want that to be a key message for everybody today. Yep. You know, yep. if you are going through this, no matter whether it's about the COVID stuff that's happening or whether it's about you being in a relationship that's not healthy or in a, mm-hmm. um, an organization that's not healthy, whatever that might be, mm-hmm. I want to invite you to start looking for the people that speak to you, that feel aligned with you, that resonate with you, um, and allow yourself to build deeper connections with those people. So yeah. even though we have this invitation to go inward, sometimes that's a very scary road. And you can relate to that, can't you, Jamie? Well, I think I, when I say go inward, meaning just don't be listening to all the noise outside of you mm-hmm. necessarily. Like when I went in, I was like not listening to, um, I mean, I, I did take on the, a lot of the information I was, the new information I was hearing, but then I had to kind of settle down for a while because it was overload. Yeah. And then I went inwards, but, I, but with going inward, I had support. And I love that call to action that you're giving to people is like really encouraging all of you to really find that tribe or your community or your village, whatever you want to call that of um, people that are aligned with, you know, your newfound beliefs or the beliefs that you want to be supported. Because I do understand the fear around wanting to, sh- to move through something that isn't serving you any longer. I had it too. Um, and I'm totally... Admitting this right now, uh, my second marriage, 
you know, failing is you can take on the shame of that. You can take on the embarrassment of that, or you can actually see that as a lesson. And, and I know that it was really important to be around people who were going to support me and not necessarily say, Oh yeah, you're doing the right thing, you know, getting out of this marriage. It was more of just like around my beliefs that my values actually Mm -hmm. remember that was one of the first things. And I, I never realized like you said, whether it's your job or a relationship or whatever in your life, it's you're going to find now through this great awakening that we're in that you won't be aligned with a lot of things that you're currently in, in because mm-hmm. there is this awakening and you're going to realize that your values aren't aligned with these things or these people or this job or this whatever. Yeah. And, and I will say it's okay to have that fear a little bit. Like you and I've talked about, like you can be in that for a bit. It's not like you just avoid it and don't allow yourself to be in that. I had to go through the scary yeah. part of that. Yeah. You had to and honor it and hold you had to honor it. Yeah. And some people go, Oh, come on. I go, no, but it's part of it. And it's okay to be sad and cry or cry for days. Yes. Like it's okay to go through that. Yes. And if anything, it was incredibly having that community that like we talk about creating that community and allow having them allow me to um, honor that, that was actually really powerful for me. And that was part of my healing. Mm. It was really beautiful. And so now like we talk about compassion, Deanne, yeah. when I was waking up to things, <laughs> I didn't have a lot of compassion for people, some people in my life. I was like, you know, I was one of those people that was like, angry and mad and not not actually shaming them in person but in my mind in my head Mm -hmm. but then now something's happened through my discernment and my healing that I've gotten to a place of like I actually feel uh empathetic yes and compassionate that they're still living in fear Mm. like I actually feel sad for that for these people that they still have this like uh you know whether they have to lie or they have to like there's just scared of everything. We're not meant to live like this. No, that's not living. Is it? That's not living. And, and, and when they find out what this was really about, that's where like, I just want to, I want to help so bad, but you know what? It's not our job. It's not our job. I mean, we've gently tried to, to support people and I will continue to do that. I, I will have compassion. I will be here for people. But in the meantime, what the best advice I got from you and from everyone else that I've worked with was that you're first, mm. you take care of you first. Mm-hmm. And my whole life, I've been the caretaker Yes, since I was a little girl up until being an adult now, even a mom, Yeah, right. We're always taking care of everybody else. And I'm like, you need to do the self-care now, Jamie. So that, that was the healing. Yeah. I, you know, it is a journey and I'm so glad that you spoke to like holding space for the anger and the fear because yeah. You're, you were going through a grieving process and a lot yes. of people are grieving big time right now, right? We're grieving what we thought get it was. We're I get it. The way we thought the world was going to be, yeah. how we looked at the world. We're grieving all of that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we're going to go through those phases of anger. <laughs> yes. You know, maybe judgment, even denial um, and all of it. Right. Yeah. So, yep. A really important message, I believe, to add to what we've shared already is 
you know, people hold space for that. You know, we can still have our gratitudes every day and we can still be optimistic, but what we have to be aware of is the idea of spiritual hijacking and spiritual hijacking is when we don't allow ourselves to feel those feelings, those low vibration energies. And we, we just block them or we push them aside or whatever. And, Oh no, I'm happy. And everything's great. And I've got to admit too, I've, I've woken up a few days and I've just felt like crying mm-hmm. you know? and I might not be able to put my finger on what it is, but I recognize it as grief. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what the grief is from, whether it's from pre COVID or whether it's from whatever, you know, doesn't yep. really matter. The point is, is that when we honor and hold space and holding space and honoring our low vibration energy doesn't mean that we're focusing and dialing in right. necessarily. And we're spending all our time in that. What we're doing is we're looking at it and we're saying, okay, I'm feeling this grief and it's okay. What do, exactly. what do I need to help this grief? What do yeah. I need to love on this grief? And I use a little bit of a, an experience for people. And I'll share this as we come to, you know, wrapping up um, again, like I said, we're all alchemists. And so we have the ability to change and transform energy. And so when I am feeling anger or shame or whatever that low vibration energy is, I actually take my hands and I cup my hands together Okay. Hold like as if I'm holding a cute little bird or a bunny rabbit. And by the way, if it's an angry bunny, yes, it has red <laughs> eyes. Okay. Um, but I envision this little bunny, right? Yeah. Yep. Little sweet little bird or whatever it is. And I say, oh, hey, grief. I see you're back again. I don't know why, but if you want to tell me why, I'm listening and I can uh, receive that message. So I engage mm. in a relationship to that energy. I love that you engage in a relationship with even the low vibration energy. You honor that energy. And guess what happens mm-hmm. already? That grief has started to change even by saying, Hey, grief already. That grief is alchemizing. It's mm-hmm. just another energy. It's saying, Oh, thank God. She's hearing me. Thank God. She's letting me be seen and heard. See, and isn't that so important in, in for us, that is one thing I've noticed this whole last year. Yeah. is that I haven't been heard yeah. and seen like, and it's not about like, look at me performing. No, it's different. It's different. It's, it's a different feeling safe enough. Yes. Share your message. Yes. And energy. It all works the same. So grief yeah. and anger, it all works the same. It just wants yeah. me to hear it. <laughs> exactly. And yet you're so busy being like, Oh, screw that anger. You know, yeah. I don't want to deal with that right now. Right. So, um, that is just a little tool for our audience. And I know you can't see me, but I cut my hand. So you guys know that are listening. I just cut my hands. You can even just do the visualization. I always like to like have the tangible because it helps me in my logical mind experience in, but nonetheless, that has done wonders for me. It's allowed me to move into the observer space a little bit more, but it's also allowed me to receive whatever intuitive information I need to learn from that grief or that anger, because oftentimes I'll hear a message that says, oh, well, you know, you didn't deal with this particular issue when you were four, (laughs) right? Or I'll get some insight of, well, this isn't how you responded to this situation. What's that about? So to lead me down into more information Mm -hmm. and that is, um, I am just going to keep adding to what you were speaking about. You said, you know, you've always been curious. Mm. And so I'm inviting our listeners to be curious, to 
allow whatever is drawing you in to allow spirit to call you and Mm -hmm. be curious about what that call is. Because once you start to at least take the path, it'll lead you to another and it'll lead you to another and it'll lead you to another rather Mm -hmm. than you getting stuck. And that is what I think a lot of people were before COVID really Mm -hmm. stuck. You know, yeah. we were stuck in the rat race. We were stuck in this certain way of living and yeah. that has been dissolved. Now we've taken that away um, or it's at least it's shifted. And it's so shifting. It, yeah. yes, and is still shifting. And so yeah. it provides this incredible opportunity for us to go on this deeper path of discovery with ourselves, to be yeah. curious within ourselves, but also yeah. outside of ourselves and for us to really create community that supports us. And, and, you know, one, one thing I I will just add as a final note is that when we begin to recognize that what is no longer serving us Mm -hmm. fades away naturally for us, then we can move through the letting go of the people that we thought were there to stay. And we can move through whatever that experience was that we thought was there to stay because we know that it had to move on or shift for whatever reason for mm-hmm. us and our highest good. You know, the universe is always supporting our highest good. And I know that yep. you know that to be true. So Jamie, any final words to kind of wrap things up for today? Anything that you wish to share? I, I love all of this. I just love, you know, trusting your higher self and surrounding yourself with, um, I've even said like-minded people and becoming the observer. That is a really difficult thing to do. When you're in a grieving phase, but I really think it's, you're in it, but yeah, just know that whatever journey you're on right now and in a difficult situation or relationship, whatever it is, um, you know, to, to continue to honor each part of that journey, because it's all there for us to learn from. Right. And I even use my Olympic experience as that example too. There, that wasn't all incredible and amazing and beautiful. I had lots of really challenging, difficult times when I didn't want to, I just wanted to throw in the towel. But I, what I learned even at a young age was to, I didn't understand, you know, I didn't have that languaging that we use now of honoring those, those times. Yeah. But I think that's really important. And you know what? I just, again, want to reiterate is that you're not alone, whatever you're going through and whatever you're feeling and you're not alone. And we've all, there's been a lot of fear even around sharing this because there's shame and there's judgment and no more. Like I I feel very comfortable now speaking about this because I did, I do get a lot of people that, that say to me, uh, Jamie, thank you for speaking out. I needed to, I needed to hear that I wasn't alone. And so for those of you that can resonate with what I've said, what Deanne said, you know, we're here for you and, and I'm sending you love and light and, you know, and, and this is going to be a beautiful, a beautiful world that we are moving into. So I wish everyone well. And, um, you know, I, I look forward to continuing working with you, Deanne. You have been an incredible light for me. So thank you so, so much for everything you've done to help me. It's been such a delightful journey. And I'm honored to walk the mm-hmm. path alongside you, Jamie. I'm honored to call you my friend. Mm-hmm. And so sisters. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you know, I don't know that we would have found each other had this whole thing not happened either. Right. So nope. again, we can see that silver yeah. lining and, and yes, you said, you said, you know, the journey is part of it. And if we mm-hmm. can revel in the journey, if we can enjoy the journey and not get too wrapped up into where that journey goes, 
it allows us to live more fully. Be so, be- being present. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can, we can have a whole nother. I know. I know. Right. Yeah. I, I almost feel like I'm like, Oh, I just want to keep going. There's so much here, but you know, I, I am so grateful for you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for speaking you. your truth and reminding everybody that they're not alone and that we are wrapping them in our love. So mm-hmm. that's a wrap for today's episode. I look forward to spending more time with you. We've got a lot of incredible speakers coming up on when spirit calls Jamie thank you for allowing spirit to call you and leaning into that journey I'm so so Mm -hmm. happy for you and I'm so excited for more people to hear about your story I know it's going to have incredible impact uh, for many many generations to come so we absolutely look forward to having you back until next time bye for now so happy you could join us today And we hope that you found comfort and inspiration with wherever you are at right now. If you feel you received a gift in today's message, please pass that gift along to a loved one by sharing this episode with them. To continue this conversation, please join me at rosehope.ca. And when you do, be sure to access your free gift by signing up for the When Spirit Calls newsletter. I'm looking forward to connecting with you again soon.